0: Is the Sean Thompson Show. This looks
2: like a job for me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy.
3: Nancy Pelosi. Me, said, this two like more for years. Me, so aside me, from looking you know, like the you know, cast so of so Cocoon 4, so why so do you think all these old whores stick around for all this time? The answer is money. Nancy Pelosi has raised the most money of any Congress birthing person or non-birthing person in U.S. history. And I was just watching here in Studio Xanadu meet the press, which I think it's F. Chuck Todd's last day. Who gives a rip? He's married to a lobbyist. And do you notice what was on? You wouldn't know because you weren't watching it. What was on was two Democrat shills and one establishment Republican pimp. Lobbyist. Liaison of Corruption. Notice how they never object to money in politics. None of them. They never object to Nancy Pelosi or Mitch McConnell. They're called the establishment, and Donald Trump named them the swamp, ironically surrounding himself with lobbyists. But we'll get to that in a minute. However, lobbying is a very interesting concept here in America. It's really, in my opinion, a legalized avenue for bribery. You see, if a company gives a politician money, and the politician gives him a contract, that's bribery. But if the company hires a scallywag lobbyist, and the lobbyist goes to Washington and he takes him out for dinner and drinks and God knows what else, eight ball perhaps, who knows. And all of a sudden, the politician decides, we're going to put some infrastructure zoning. And that very company who gave that lobbyist God knows how much money gets the contract, that's called business Not in the real world of business. And I forget sometimes that people don't know how I got the radio show. I'm not a radio guy. I am not a radio guy. I didn't go work at other stations. I didn't know what a board was. I still don't know how to do a show. I write something down, and maybe it's one or two lines, maybe. But what I want to do is clean up my country because the principles are bastardized. Now, one thing is for certain, the opponent of everything I stand for, is the mafia Democrat. There's no question about it. And the evidence is very clear. From the open and notorious pay-to-play schemes, whether they go through K Street or not, that is the enemy. Do you know who complains about me having a radio show? It isn't the Democrat mafia. They know I'm onto them. You know who complains? Is the Republican side of things, the establishment, the never-Trumpers. That's who complains. That's who sends emails. The girl that we have called that they play as the bumper where she calls me all kinds of names and whatnot. She's a Republican, and she says the idea that he represents us. Let me be very clear to everybody listening. I will never tell you to support the Republican Party. Because the Republican Party writ large is why we are here. In particular, you go state by state. Illinois is no more unique than New York and the rest of it. All wannabe cohorts of corruption, in my opinion. And that's what this show is, my opinion. Now, when I expose lobbying for what it is, a government avenue for legalized pay-to-play scheme, there is no recession on K Street. And for those of you that don't know, K Street is where they all rent the offices. You know, it's funny. We're all outraged, rightfully so, the drug addict scum, son of the so-called president. We're all outraged. Do you know if he would have been a foreign registered agent and followed the rules of FARA, we would have nothing. That's exactly what scumbags like Paul Manafort and Roger Stone, who I openly have argued with since they were called the torturers lobby, rightfully so. Because if you want to have the America we should have, you have to put the restraints, the only place they're ever to be in this country, on government. Yet they are unfettered. And the billions upon billions that flow into lobby leads to everything from what we're experiencing through organized extortion mafias like the UAW. And the ridiculous boondoggle of an inflation reduction act that is enriching China. And I've got the Pritzker clips to, to play it for you. you were not going to believe what he did today. However, the saboteur is worse than the opponent. The saboteur Republican who tells you that this is our only option. And the way to get ahead is to write blank checks to establishment whores and pimps, power brokers, Who loved the system. That's why the vast majority of Illinois Republicans, the vast majority, are never Trumpers. Why? Because they knew Donald Trump played that game. He wrote the checks to the Democrat. He knows how to tear it down. Now, I don't think he did half as good a job as he should have. Not half. I think he had some excellent points. But he was too tame. I am not too tame. So I want to let all of them know, because you should know this. Right now, as we talk, they are listening to the show and they are formulating emails, I tell you good because I love bullies I mean I love them and all of them could get my number but none of them call me, so they write the emails and all go ahead, because I have said nothing that isn't the absolute problem with this country you, cohorts of corruption are the problem, that's how I see it and the people that listen could change the station change the station but that's not what this is about, this isn't about radio and ratings, although we're getting phenomenal ratings, thank you honey buddy This is about changing the trajectory of corruption that has destroyed, arguably, the greatest city in the country that we're from. Look at it now. Look at it. If you don't change the trajectory, then that's going to be our nation. I can't afford to have my grandkids miss out on all of the blessings we took for granted. Because spoiled, corrupt bastards tell you it's normal to pay to play. It isn't. And in my opinion, the answer is zero money in politics. The Michael Corleone, my offer to you is this, nothing. Because the reality is, the communists in the world, the Chinese communists, perfected the game. And they don't just pay Democrat lobbyists. They pay Republican lobbyists. Now, granted, I only listen to the morning show. Because I love to argue with my friend, who I often want to choke, the nerd Dan Proft. So that's the only show I listen to, and I didn't hear it on the show today because this didn't happen today. J.B. Pritzker hours ago celebrates something that we used to call in this country communist sympathizing. Thank you so much. Thank you for the kind introduction. Good morning, everyone.
4: We can do better than that. Good morning, everyone. Great. Come on, clap your hands like I paid for the breakfast. Come on! To see you, uh, I, I for those of you who uh, speak English mostly, you may Uh-oh. still need a translation of my speech, but uh,
3: if you do... It's because it sounds like you got some kind of cheese in your mouth or something. Don't, uh,
4: and you need a translation into Chinese, I hope that you will put your uh, your ear... Uh, buds into your ears and i will try to keep this short but
3: chinese and that got me thinking hmm, hmm what
5: company could he be talking to headquartered in fremont energy company goshen inc is facing criticism for promoting ccp ideology its parent company goshen high tech is headquartered in hefei city china it openly pledges its allegiance to the ccp on its company website and esg reports in one 2021 report, their company employees celebrated the 100th anniversary of the founding of the Communist Party. Goshen's party branch of Qingdao visited red education bases, recited party membership, and visited revolutionary base areas.
3: So this is the perfect company for the most corrupt city and state and counties in the country to partner up with. Now, I listened to the whole, the whole thing. I didn't hear one guy yell, hey, guy. Speak up. I didn't hear it, but it's still fun to listen to as Pritzker kisses the ass of the Chinese company that around the nation, people are protesting. Uh, We're here, of course, today
4: to announce a major new investment into the state of Illinois, the county of Kankakee, and, of course, the city of Mantino, In partnership with the business community and the General Assembly, two years ago... We set out to make Illinois a destination for electric vehicle and clean energy companies from across the globe. We already are home to leading EV companies like Rivian and Navistar, EV Box and Lion Electric, and nation
3: leading infrastructure and world class workforce. Wait do you hear about the money. Now, in the meantime, I want you just to hear a little bit of what's going on in the other states around the country.
5: News Nation's Emily Finn was in Green Charter Township just today, and Emily, residents still worried there. That's right, Natasha. It has been cold and rainy here all day, but that didn't stop hundreds of residents from all over Michigan from coming to this farm to express their disapproval with that Goshen project. Residents were telling us that it's not just the environmental impacts that they're concerned about. But the national security risks, too.
3: Oh, but that's in Michigan. In Illinois. Come on, let's hear it. You got a free breakfast. Now sell out your country. In Clean energy production.
4: And we have transformed ourselves now into an attractive location for global manufacturers.
3: Yeah, you chased out all the honest businesses. And I couldn't remember... Was this the company that uh, Ducey was talking about?
1: Thank you, Karine. Uh House Oversight says they've got bank records showing a Chinese energy company paying three Biden family members through a third party. What were they paid for?
3: Oh, I think they were paid for the infrastructure bill. And they spread it around. See, that's how mobsters work. Oh, yeah. You go to the social club and you sprinkle the infield. So all the foot soldiers step on board. Well, here's a big, fat foot soldier. In the last six months, TCCI,
4: Uh Hysmian Group, Microlink Devices, and... Are these all
3: Chinese Communist Parties, Fetso?
4: polymers all have announced that they're moving here, or they're expanding their operations in the state of Illinois, creating (laughs) jobs and economic opportunity in industries of the future.
3: Here's my favorite part. Are they spending their own money, or are they spending our money? Anybody want to bet, 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 bet? You said it, B. Today,
4: we take another giant leap forward. It's a giant leap. It's my pleasure to welcome for a world-leading battery manufacturer, Ooh. Goshen Inc., hey. to Illinois. With a $2 billion investment, Goshen intends to build a new state-of-the-art EV battery gigafactory right here in Mantino.
3: That 2000000000 billion isn't coming from Goshen coming from Washington, D.C. Why would it come from Washington, D.C.?
5: Look, I'm, I'm just not going to respond to that from here. Look, it, we have heard from House Republicans for years and years and years um, how uh, how the inaccuracies and lies when it comes to this issue. And I don't even where to begin to even...
3: Nowhere to begin. Oh, she can't even speak. That's all right. It's a good company, though, right? It's a solid company. American values, freedom, liberty, all that stuff, right?
5: NTD reached out to Goshen for a comment, but did not hear back by airtime. In a statement to Fox News, a Goshen representative said the parent company has clubs and the company does not pay for them. In addition, the Fremont location is not supervised, directed, controlled or financed by any foreign government or foreign political party. News that Goshen's parent company hosted CCP trips and party pledges came after an electric vehicle battery facility in Michigan published a video of employees wearing what looks like red Army uniforms.
3: Oh, they're going to blend right in in Illinois, where they're welcomed and celebrated by a governor who's on 17 hours of FBI tape with another governor, Democrat, Mafia hoor who went away to prison and now is celebrated by who? Establishment Republicans.
4: And I should also proudly proclaim that this is the largest electric vehicle battery production investment in Illinois to date. Starting in 2024, this new facility will produce lithium-ion battery
3: packs. Oh, lithium-ion battery packs. I remember there being some sort of problem with that.
5: Now to the latest on a proposed electric vehicle battery plant in Macosta County. Hundreds protested the $2.4 billion facility tonight outside Ferris State University. Executives with Goshen North America plan to break ground in Green Charter Township in July. 13 On Your Side's Micah Cho was there to hear the community's concerns and the response to those concerns. Micah.
3: Julia Goshen Incorporated is planning on building on almost 500 acres in Green Charter Township. Notice how they're opening up all over the country. Where are they really focusing it? Democrat, corrupt, mafia-run states.
1: Thank you, Kareem. Uh, House Oversight says they've got bank records showing a Chinese energy company paying three Biden family members through a third party. What were
3: they? The third party? Who would that be, Squirrel? How do you legitimize? open and notorious pay-to-play bribery. Oh, I know. Lobbyists. See, that's why when lobbyists write emails to me, how could I say it works? It works the way Viagra works on you. I love it! Keep sending the emails, scumbags. 312-642- 5600.
0: So, uh, how are you doing? Call Sean now. 312-642- 5600. AM 560. The
3: answer. I wonder if they were playing this when they were handing out the free food. In the meantime, I have always been disgusted with the idea that we are in a money race. You cannot beat the mafia when it comes to organized pay-to-play schemes. Now, how do you cut out this legalized pathway to bribery where there is no recession on K Street? This is why... When Republicans lose, the establishment portion of the party gets excited because they're going to raise more money. And you have a system where we are sending politicians to Washington, D.C., who, if they want to sit on a committee, have to buy that committee seat from the GOP. That's not a republic. That's how you get the duopoly of corruption and feudalism, where you're being lectured to, how you have to compromise with the culture of corruption. You have to compromise with the wrong answer. We can get along with them. Well, here you are in a country that is arguably bankrupted, if you can do math, where, what did we just sign a bill two months ago? Was it even two months ago? And we're up against the I don't know how we're going to fund. You want to fix it or you want to fund it? I don't want to fund it anymore. So I'm not going to tell you to give money to any political party and specifically not a lobbyist. And I say this knowing that there are Guys out there who don't operate in that culture, then change the name of lobbying. Don't call yourself a lobbyist. Call yourself somebody who wants to deliver ideas rather than paychecks. Because there's a lot of money in lobbying. In fact, it's harder to find nicer cars outside of a CPS parking lot. Scott Woodstock.
6: Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Since I can't beat them, I am gonna join them. I'm gonna start buying uh, the Nancy Pelosi ETF stocks that uh, they track.
3: That's a great, um, that's a great investment. You know, if you would have done that over the last 12 years, you would have made a fortune—not as much as Sneaky Hammer Paul, but a fortune nonetheless.
6: Well, and and then I can have some extra time to dig up Senator Durbin's stock. Uh, Reports for the past 10 years that no one
3: can seem to find. I believe his wife was a lobbyist, right? I'm pretty sure I remember that. Yeah,
6: yeah. and then I'll wait for the Bill and Hillary Clinton email about
3: how sad they are of Ihor Kolomoisky's uh, uh, premature death. He hasn't died yet, Ihor Kolomoisky. He's got enough money to keep him alive and possibly free. I'd like to see, Scott, I'll bet you I got a sneaky suspicion he ends up free as a Madigan. What do you think?
6: Uh, By the way, well, is it, it looks, Madigan's it
3: looks, son he, lobbyists? His son's a lobbyist, right? You
6: know, they, yeah, yeah okay. they are, but but if Ihor um, irritates NATO, then somebody will have him whacked like the Wagner guy.
3: So, Ehor, yeah, but Ihor Kolomoisky has had his own private army for about 15 years. There's a very good documentary on it, Scott. You'd love it. In the meantime, I've got an interesting question for you, and we're going to start asking callers. Who do you think has more siblings? spouses, and ex-politicians as lobbyists? Democrats or Republicans? Ooh, this is exciting. See? Friday, fun day. We have a game day. Mitchell in the Plains. Which party has more siblings, spouses, and ex-politicians as lobbyists? Democrats or Republicans? Oh, Republicans. I mean, the Bush family themselves <laughs> could set the record. I mean, yeah. for crying out loud. Yeah, and then and- Illinois. I remember to Illinois, not only ex-politicians, a lot of siblings, a lot of spouses. A lot of lobbyists. Yeah. yeah. And How about I'm, that and Nancy? So, do you ever see that big, that big chubby one? She makes Pritzker look felt? Her name's Nancy something. I can't remember her name. I'm going to have to look it up. She's a big Republican. She was really attached to Bruce Rauner's knee. It was oh very gosh. interesting time. Yeah, very interesting time.
2: Do you know uh, that, um, Sean? Do you realize that um, you know? Go to your favorite restaurant. You're not going to like everything on the menu. So when these loser Republicans come at you, there's a lot of Republicans that I think that are complete doofuses. So you got to just tell them to shut up because you're not going to. Not everyone's going to like everything on the menu. So you know, you just vote your conscience. You do what you, you know. You're
3: libertarians
2: or whatever you are, and you say, "Hey, the hell with you." Because you know,
3: Mitchell, you gonna notice dip- how I never, I never label myself, and I don't, I don't think anybody should. I think that's the game that the, that the corruption party wants you to play. They want you to, to adopt the ideology of a team. When how many times do you have to be betrayed by saboteurs before you realize you have no team? The, the 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 Americanism that we all love has been bastardized and we're going along with it. I say it's time to stop. Three one two six four two fifty six hundred.
2: I was just listening to the Sean Thompson show. I am saddened that this guy supposedly represents us. I mean, I am appalled. He's just disgusting. Sexist pig. And an absolute disgrace. Thank you.
0: AM560. The answer.
3: What an industry this is, Squirrel. Honestly. I had a friend of mine who I loved from the Merc. Went over to the Dark side of lobbying. He now drives a Porsche 911. Uh, When he traded, he barely could drive a Buick. So uh, it's doubled in the last 14 years. So far this year, thanks to OpenSecrets.org, OpenSecrets.org, total spent in lobbying $2,119,876,293. They spent, it's not an election year, a lot of money. And then I like the way that they spend it, because those war chests that politicians have. See, that's how they buy all the fancy mansions, Oceanside. Uh, There's very, very loose regulations on it. In fact, some of those war chests stay open even after the politicians die. Then their families get to operate. If they talk about politics, write off, write off, write off. That's why Hunter Biden probably thought he could write off the hookers. I'm actually surprised he... uh, he didn't structure it in a way where he could write it out of his daddy's war chest something tells me he would have got away with it in the meantime dan from green oaks am i glad you called
2: hey sean how you doing i just, Good uh, you. The, the name
7: the name you're looking for is nancy kimmy that's it you baby might have remember
4: that's it you might remember reading her name in the madigan indictment
3: and she looks like n- the nutritionist for jb pritzker am i right <laughs> <laughs> yes, I like I like those people that are fat from the middle of their thighs all the way up to their chest. That's a good look. Thank you very much, Dan and Green Oaks. Get a, in br- my belly. She's Come a wonderful, on. and I believe she was. Uh, uh, I could be wrong. She was in the news recently. I'm sure it had nothing to do with a scandal. Bob in Oakland.
8: Yeah, you know what? I know it's kind of useless,
9: but uh, I say not another dime to these guys. If we put it out, not another dime till you actually do something. Not, no more, no more donating to them, to the to the Republicans.
3: It's a mind manipulation. It's a mind manipulation trick. There are to be no restraints on the citizen and only restraints on the government. Yet that has been completely flipped on its head. There are. It is unfettered. The money in politics, unfettered. The only money that is ever restrained is the money you make. And you have politician after politician promise you. I think Joe Biden said you can make 400000 a year before he decides to take more away from you. But if you're a lobbyist, do you ever make that money? Or do you get it in some sort of benefit package the way a UAW president would? Uh, by the way, not to be undone.
5: Well, the president of the United Auto Workers is sounding the alarm about a possible strike that could have massive economic implications. The union is negotiating new contracts with Detroit's big three automakers, Ford, General Motors and the owner of Chrysler.
3: And all three of them wouldn't be in business if it wasn't for you and the government handout. None of them would be in business. And what's the thank you? Get ready to dig deeper. It's like having a crackhead for a son. Atlantis,
0: But those negotiations,
10: they, are, they aren't really going well. The president of the UAW, which represents nearly 150,000 workers, is
5: calling GM's latest proposal insulting. both
3: It's insulting. They offered them a 10% raise and a 6% bonus for signing and all that. It's insulting. Well, sure, they have to keep up with the policies of the president, the commander in thief, or the traitor and thief. Uh, Steve in Arlington Heights.
2: Hey, Sean, happy Friday. A little off subject, but we were just talking about Ford didn't take the money, by the way. But what well, I they, really called they took about the, They was took the gravy they, loan. They
3: took the gravy loan. They took the money. They just took it in a loan rather than a handout.
2: What I was calling about was I think that Tesla is just pulling a bait and switch on Gosha because those lithium batteries are nearly outdated already. So by the time they get through the red tape to build that style of a factory in Michigan... The
1: technology
3: will already be moved past. Steve, you know, it's interesting. How many people are aware that the $12 billion that the Energy Department have, this makes up a tremendous amount of this money that they say that the Chinese communists are spending here? That's the part that's sickening. They're not spending. They're being lured, as they were by both Republicans and Democrats for Foxconn in Wisconsin. How's that doing? I think we could house some uh, migrants there, that's for sure. That's about all you could do there. In the meantime...
0: President Biden is pushing to make sure two-thirds of all new cars sold in the U.S. by 2032 are electric. His administration has come up.
3: 2032? Huh. That's right around the corner. And then UAW is going to go on strike? Go on strike! I don't want you to make the electric cars anyway. What do you think of that, Squirrel?
0: ...up with a plan to help U.S. automakers produce more electric vehicles. Today, the Energy Department announced $12 billion in grants and loans to help make that a reality. The money will be used to convert existing factories into plants that make hybrid and electric
3: vehicles. Officials say the move will help auto workers keep their jobs. Yeah, but I still got a question about this Chinese...
1: Thank you, Corrine. House oversight says they've got bank records showing a Chinese energy company paying three Biden family members through a third party. What were they paid?
3: Who's the third party squirrel? God, I wish you would tell me which lobbyist washed that bribe. There was originally supposed to be an open forum on Fair State University's campus addressing concerns from neighbors. However, that forum got switched to digital, but protesters were still determined to make their voices heard. (laughs) protest doesn't matter. The fix is in. In the meantime, what actually happens around these battery plants, Squirrel? You know, the caller was right. Technology is old. And sometimes those batteries, those plants, there's kind of a problem with them. People who live near the old Exide battery plant in Los Angeles are demanding state help. Nearly 10,000 homes in the area have soil with lead contamination and other toxins. But I heard the Al Pritzker's thing. I didn't hear a round eye. And I didn't hear anything about... The battery's leaking into the ground. Did you hear that, Squirrel? I didn't hear it either. Battery cells
4: to power electric buses, electric trucks, electric cars made in the USA. And they'll be shipping to uh, all across this continent and all across the world. And those Uh batteries will be built by more than 2,600 full-time Illinois workers.
3: Two billion dollars. How many, how many workers? 2,600? How much is that a worker? Ah, it seems like a lot.
0: There may not be enough money to clean it up. Here's Mireya Villarreal.
5: For more than a year, crews have been cleaning up some of the most hazardous land in Los Angeles, <laughs> where toxic levels of lead have seeped into the soil.
3: Yeah, this should end perfect. This is going to go swimmingly. It's like utopia. The Chinese Communist Party is coming to rescue you, Illinois. Yay! George in Naperville.
2: Sean, I feel bad you're going to miss these blessings from your old hometown this weekend. Chicago Fest and a free piece of Eli's Cheesecake while it lasts.
3: Yeah, I'll buy mine here. Thank you very much. It's better when it's made by a Floridian non-union. I can't get enough of this.
4: Bringing not just new jobs, but also economic development and opportunity to the residents of this region.
3: It is going to be opportunity. And you know what uh, Illinoisans need? They just need a little bit more Chinese Communist Party propaganda.
5: Headquartered in Fremont, energy company Goshen Inc. is facing criticism for promoting CCP ideology. Its parent.
3: You don't have to promote it much in Chicago. <laughs> They're all in. I'm in. Where I get my red shirt now, or do I have to wait for it? Rich in Indian Head Park. Hey, Sean, how you doing? Wonderful. I'm having a time in my life. How about you, handsome?
2: Good. Before I forget, to have a good weekend. You too. What I wanted to say is uh, the Democrats brought out their big guns. Uh, Hellboy is out there, Fetterman, uh, making comments uh, to oh. the Republicans.
3: I like the new look. Them. Did you see the and porno and then, mustache? Did you see it? Yeah.
2: It's good. He's daring them to impeach uh, impeach Biden. Yeah. Uh, and he said that they would lose if they did. What's that all about? Would they have to get him out there to make uh, some kind of speech so nobody
3: forgets him or what? Oh, Rich, that's called cover. See, you have to have the pretend war, and we're going to get our guys out there, and we're going to bo- They already stole the last one. You stole it. You th- do I? do you think I think you're not going to steal the next one? I know what you're going to do, because you have been
5: infiltrated. Company, Goshen High Tech, is headquartered in Hefei City, China. It openly pledges its Hi. allegiance to the CCP on its company website and How do you
3: pledge allegiance to the Chinese Communist Party? <laughs> I pledge allegiance to the Chinese Communist Party for which it stands. What the hell does it stand? for? Oh, it stands for the same principles of the American Democrats. I get it. It makes a, that makes a lot of sense why they give him money, though. Or,
5: Look, I'm I'm just not going
3: to respond to that from here. Look it- Don't respond to it. And I also, well, you're not responding, don't respond to the pen you the, hun- the, the, the million dollars a year, 996000 a year, that Biden's been getting as a money laundering scheme washed through a university that nobody knows where the office is. All right, it should work out well. It's like the rest of the schools in Chicago to keep giving out degrees. Craig at Mount Greenwood. Oh, Craig at Mount Greenwood is arguing with somebody and training his dog again. 312 642
0: 5600. Broadcasting from the petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois. In the upper Midwest, the nation, and around the world. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. (laughs) AM560, The Answer.
3: You know, Squirrel, I knew this guy who was a lobbyist for the dental industry, and I knew him when I used to golf and uh, Dan Proft introduced me to him, his name was Lauren And truly a wonderful guy. And he used to come up to me and say, listen, you know, not everybody is a scallywag scoundrel and a lobbyist. I, he, he said, you know, I do it, but I, I, I don't bring any money. I just bring issues and, you know, talk to politicians and educate them on what the dental industry needs. I, I said, OK, well, then you're the one. You're the only one. But you don't mind if I call 90%. Are you comfortable with 90 Now, this is a guy who did it, and he's passed away. God rest his soul. And I would say, you mind if I just say it all synonymous, scallywag, scoundrel, two-bit prostitute, pimp, poor lobbyist? He said, all right, I'd be more comfortable with 89%. So in Lauren's memory, 89%. I'll give 11 of you a pass. Jerry Western Burbs.
9: Sean, I just want to tell you, I'm feeling bad for you, buddy, listening to your kind of rant on this.
8: Uh-huh. You
9: can go back, I think, like 2015, 2016, when the dailies and the manuals, they basically uh, paid for a Chinese company to come in because we don't know how to build trains in America. <laughs> so they brought a Chinese company in, they gave them free land, they trained all their employees,
2: um,
3: didn't they, didn't I could be wrong, Jerry? But didn't those didn't some of those same Chinese investors? I could be wrong. Didn't they buy in a development on the lakefront? Why do I remember condos and penthouses going? Am I m- misremembering that?
9: Yeah, the beauty of it was they bought it as a super fun cleanup site, and then uh, Uncle Sam came in and cleaned it up, and they put in a golf course and a nice clubhouse. Uh, supposed to be a harbor going in. Yeah. It's, uh, it's good to have friends, so I wouldn't get too worked up about this.
3: Jerry, you know, I'm I'm, I've am worked up. i been worked up since. I, I referred to care. it yesterday. Did you hear me refer to it yesterday?
9: I missed your show, my man. I was uh,
3: on the road. Well, I'm going to tell you something. You reminding me of the specificity of why I'm aggravated gets you a T-shirt. You're the man, John. Western Burbs. John and Westmont. the Infrastructure
4: Act requires a company to get the money to succumb to collective bargaining with a union, which today is being examined by the Department of Labor, who's ruling right and left to um, make it harder to fight a union uh, bargaining arrangement. And so the fix
3: is in. The fix is in. John, now listen, if any entity outside of government did this, If a bank did this, said we're going to give you the money, but you only have to hire my brother-in-law's construction company that's union, you can't go anywhere else, that would be called steering, fixing, and it would be illegal. Only the government can get away with this kind of extortion on business, extortion on the future. It's outrageous to me. That's
4: why we should turn the RICO statutes against the government.
3: If anybody fit the RICO it's the U- United States government and their cohorts. What do you think about Nancy Pelosi? Are you going to follow her ETF? I don't think so. <laughs> Come on, John. You're never going to hear it, e-stocks. The fix is in, John. Thank you very much. I appreciate the call. Smartest audience, honestly. Do you see what's going on here, Squirrel? This is how you change things, because the vast majority of us are sick and tired of the duopoly of corruption often referred to as our government. We're sick and tired of the open and notorious pay-to-play schemes. And the avenue and industry that pays no taxes and is void of all regulations, it's called pay-to-play, or as they like to call it, lobbying K Street. We're all sick of it. And you'd be surprised, squirrel. People who fancy themselves to be lifelong Kennedy Democrats, they're sick of it too. And that's why the ones who wiggle the most are the true establishment fixers, both Republican and Democrat money-bundling whores. 312-642-5600. This is The Sean Thompson Show
0: on AM560. The answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck.
3: root of our problems is that too many americans adopted the ideology of government supremacists whether they call themselves marxists communists or socialists it started in college college used to have a slogan before world war ii better dead than red then all of a sudden the 60s came about and it was communism all the way about now those old people those were those kids so what will save our country in the future is the new kids Understanding the Principles of Americanism My next guest is from an organization that fights tirelessly He is an investigative reporter And journalist for Turning Point USA Frontlines Division His name is Kalen D. Alameda Kalen, thank you for joining me, how are you? Sean, I'm great, thanks for having me Listen, I appreciate everything you do But tell me a little bit about this most recent I mean, you've been tackling things how, And you're, you're a young man, are you not? I'm 30 you're thirty, you're a young man. And I had the benefit of meeting Charlie Kirk long time ago. And I love that he started this turning point USA. I love the idea he is taking the fight to the most important aspect of our society, the kids. And I really think he's having a major effect. And what's what it's gonna take is investigative reporters exposing the scandal that is collectivism, that is government supremacy, that is thriving in our colleges. So tell us a little bit about your latest adventure.
7: Well, we began a new, a new study within Frontline's called the Child Safety Unit. And so what we do is we hunt down and catch, for conviction, with the purpose of having them convicted and sentenced, online sex predators, people who are online, who have malicious intent, to harm children. uh, And that goes as far as, you know, kidnapping, rape, murder, all of those things. We are proactively preventing them from doing it to somebody else. Um, And so that's, that's the whole purpose where we want to defend the most innocent in our society, the most vulnerable, the most impressionable. And I think it's a small cog in a much
3: larger Um, agenda to save america i have the benefit of being born in the 60s late 60s i even though we lived through some economic turmoil in the 70s and i saw the reagan revolution in the 80s and the chaos in the clinton years there was a different feeling in the nation the nation writ large would never tolerate any sexual predator in particular on a child it was wonderful. It, w- it was that sense of pride in Americanism that I really enjoyed. It has only been in the last 10 years, the last 15 years, that you can go back to this normalization of sexual deviance. This was a key part of Karl Marx's agenda. Is that why, in your opinion, you feel that this is a push by the collectivists among us, the communists and the Marxists, to normalize the idea that adults should be able to pray on both the intellectual infants and the kids themselves?
7: Absolutely. You're 100% right. That's exactly where I was going. Some of that ideology is uh, is being pushed in, in in our country because they, they the, the Marxists don't believe that the traditional family unit that is the foundation uh, of the United States and any strong nation for that matter um, and any healthy person uh, is the end of the family. They believe that Uh, Raising a child belongs to society, and it belongs to the community, and um, the parent has no right over the children, and so that's what we're seeing. We're seeing this uh, acceptance, tolerance. We're being forced to tolerate that some people may be sexually attracted to minors and they want to call it a sexual orientation so we're being we're being bombarded on that front with that and then they also want to tell us that children can remove their genitals and guess what if they can remove their genitals then they are adults so on one hand you have there's nothing wrong with an adult and a minor being together and on the other hand you have people telling us
3: that uh children are adults it's 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 insane the philosophy of the of the socialist of the marxist of the communist is childish anyway It's a preposterous philosophy, so it follows suit. But there used to be laws in this country against sexual predators preying on kids. Yet what was the issue you found in what was normally not just a town that was considered to be, or a state that was considered to be conservative, but a state that that had very strict uh, rules and laws when it came to pedophilia? What did you find in Nebraska? What we found in Nebraska was that uh, in order to
7: have a conviction – Uh, With something like this, you'd have to be part of law enforcement in order for it to be, you know, just a a clean cut and dry case. So now that uh, we've caught this man in Nebraska, the case is sitting on the Adams County attorney's office desk and a prosecutor hasn't been assigned yet. So what we're hoping is that public pressure will force their hand and set a new precedent, and that he'll be prosecuted and, and sentenced and charged and end up in jail.
3: I no longer have a, have a, uh, uh, a kid in, in Nebraska, but I did. I sent a kid to Nebraska, and it was a charming town when I first sent her there. I went there, and uh, it was fantastic. I, I loved it. I said, wow, what a great state. You know, I had really no knowledge of it early, and it was like a Norman Rockwell painting. Well, when I picked her up four years later... It was insane. It looked like San Francisco. There was homelessness. There was empty stores. And this is all through the transformation of a couple of years of the Biden administration. She's been out for a while now. And I'm wondering, uh, what has been the is there been an influx? Have people moved there? What has changed? What did you find? And when you say a part of law enforcement, who has to be a part of law enforcement? The, the, The perpetrator? How does that work? I'm sorry. Uh, Maybe I misunderstood the question. Uh, So, if I
7: operate a sting in Nebraska, the law is that for that case to be clean, cut and dry, you have to be law enforcement.
3: Oh, you okay? okay. A sting?
7: Yeah. Sorry about that.
3: No problem. So, you did a sting. You orchestrated a sting. You posed as a child, or right? Is that how it worked? Yeah. Yes. And then, did you film it?
7: Yeah. Yeah. So we, we went out and we had him and this is over the course of six months. So it started on social media. Then it became phone calls in which I had a female who's part of my team speak to the predator uh, three or four times. And then we set up a date to meet in Lincoln, Nebraska, and he bailed that first day. So then we had to go to Hastings, Nebraska, where we met him and he met us at a Walmart. And, um, that was, you know, from from so, that point forward, he tried to run out of the store.
3: So you, Chris Hanson, him, and when you bring the evidence to the police department, do they arrest him or do they not? They didn't arrest him. So, you, and what was more about the the perpetrator himself? What did you learn about this particular guy? Oh yeah. So, and this is this is a big key point.
7: Uh, he's transgender. So. He was taking estrogen, specifically stated that he wanted to grow tits and that he wanted to turn his penis inside out. And yet here he is online um, trying to have sex with a girl who he believes is 12 years old. Not only that, but he was trying to have our 12-year-old decoy pay for Victoria's Secret lingerie and bikinis and high heels and prom dresses and makeup for
3: him. Man, oh, man. And the, 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 the law enforcement takes the approach of okay, you have the phone calls. I'm assuming you recorded everything. You have the videotape. You have the guy. And their argument is we're gonna to get to it when we get to it.
7: That's what it seems like. It seems as though it went from the police department and the police department was fine. They they didn't cuss them, but they took our evidence. The captain uh got involved and then the case went over to the attorney's office. And the last thing that I heard was that they didn't have a prosecutor assigned to it. So now it's just in limbo. And uh, Christopher Carey, the 23-year-old transgender uh, child-molesting rapist, is um,
3: uh, out on the town. Wow. Now, you've been doing this for a while. Tell us some of the other um, cases that that you've infiltrated and other things you've stumbled across.
7: So um, a, a whole lot of social media, and I can... I can tell you that um, we don't always get them, um, not always. It depends because on a lot of factors, but a lot of times they are people who, you know, just want to get off on pictures, and other times it's people who are part of groups that are sharing massive amounts of child pornography, oh. um, and it's, it's very disturbing. And, and when I say that it, it's child pornography, I mean, it goes all the way down to infants, and, you know, up from there.
3: This is something that is really unbelievable to somebody in my generation. And I, I'm not saying that everybody is perfect. But it, it, back in the in, in the era that I was young in, there were repercussions and there were penalties. And now I'm wondering, do, do do these people fear prison? Are they afraid of prison the way the pedophiles of the 70s, the 80s, the 90s? or even the early 2000s feared prison. It doesn't seem like there's much fear out there if they're so blatant in social media. And then I'm I'm curious to know, why isn't social media companies, who if I post an article about masks being ineffective, can censor me in milliseconds, why are they allowing this to thrive?
7: It's a great question. And it it makes you wonder whether or not uh, there is some vested interest or whether or not they're complicit or they're just completely... Um, inept, uh, incompetent at running a company? Because if I can find thousands of accounts that are posting child content, I mean, what, what's what's the issue? If I can find it, what's, what's the problem? And so are they afraid of going to prison? Are these, are these predators afraid of going to prison? It doesn't seem that way, especially in places like California, where it seems like uh, they're loosening the laws every day because oh boohoo the victim it's a it's a sexual orientation and we shouldn't punish him because that's just how he is it's a it's it's a big lie and i'll tell you i think people who go to prison for harming children uh the prisoners and the inmates will draw straws on who gets to put a hit on the on the new uh child molester
3: oh boy that's terrible uh no I'm kidding. Listen there's an organization out there and it's it's amazing to me it's been able to operate freely. Uh it was called Nambla. Is that an organization still thriving? Or they
7: are. They are still around. Yes, absolutely they are still around.
3: Is and that how you start your Prost. investigation? What was the other one? I'm sorry. Uh Prostasia.
7: Prostasia. And and they're even I would say they're even more sinister where Nambla has it right in the name. Um, you know, North American man-boy love or something yeah, like that, a, where yeah. post they say they're taking a different approach where they want to advocate for pedophiles. They want to push acceptance and tolerance because acceptance and tolerance in, in society of pedophiles will actually save children. So maybe if we just let them look at AI-generated child porn, or maybe if we just look, uh, loosen and legalize child pornography, maybe actual children won't be harmed. And and that's their approach. So it's very sinister because it's a huge lie.
3: Kalen, I, I, it seems to be that, that the opposition to this movement, meaning the so-called Republicans, and I say that because I am so disgusted with the Republican Party writ large, I don't even like to affiliate myself with them, even though they're the only party I've ever voted for because the Democrats have always been a mafia. But, however, the the pushback to this, and when you see what they've done to my old state where the show is broadcast from, Illinois, Chicago, Illinois specifically, you see New York and New Jersey, this ideology only really thrives in the Democrat-controlled areas of the nation. Other areas of the country are putting laws forward and they're getting rid of this. When you see the argument happening and you, you have to deal with your perspective of trying to bust the guys and you go to law enforcement, would you say that the... The right side of things, for lack of a better phrase, is gaining any ground, or is it what I feel like? I feel like we're losing the perspective when we're allowing children to tell us everything from the fact they're in the wrong body and I must listen to children, or when we're now getting a push by organized adult organizations that are saying children can, in fact, consent to sex with an adult. I don't feel like we're winning. I'm curious to know how you feel.
7: I think we are being attacked from multiple facets, multiple fronts because it's not obviously just these organizations that are pro pedophilia or pro, you know, adult child relationship. It's also the medical community that tells us that children uh, you know, like you said are born in the wrong body or that um the only way to prevent a suicide in somebody who's mentally ill is to give them hormones and remove their genitals and You know, in places like California, you don't want to have your kid do something like that. They'll take your kid away from you or you'll you'll be sentenced to prison. So what does it feel like? It feels like we're being attacked from all fronts. And I think that we need all hands on deck, which is why we're doing this at Frontlines, because it's our part. I believe it, it, it means something to me. And so I'm going out
3: and I'm doing it. Have you looked into the money aspect of this movement to transgender kids? Who pays for the surgeries? How much are the surgeries? What the lifelong cost of drugs is? Because you know, I have to tell you, I grew up in a in a very uh, Democrat orientated neighborhood, but it still had character way back when. But ultimately, when I would see these these movements, these missions to change the uh, trajectory of the mores of society, there was always a massive amount of money behind it. So when you said about the doctors, we now have this push for universal single payer communist healthcare. Obviously there's a lot of money in this. Have you uh, investigated any of the money or do you have that on the horizon?
7: I've seen some loose figures, loose figures. And I think that it'll generate billions of dollars in revenue over, over, over a period of time, right? Like every patient is having problems. I've, I've seen so many cases oh, yeah. of people becoming lifelong patients because this axe wound that they have is constantly getting infected or there's something wrong or it's tearing. It never works properly. And I, and I truly believe it is it is a money it is a money grab it's a it's a money grab and and uh you know the education system is also working in tandem with you know educating these people into thinking that uh there there's a solution you can have a real brand new designer set of genitals to match the person you feel like you are on the inside and it's it's a complete lie and they're going to continue to be patients for the rest of their lives so yeah it's in it's in the
3: well, I'll tell you what, Kalen. uh I love, I love Turning Point USA and and the Front Lines Division. What you guys are doing is wonderful. There might be another approach. Maybe we could take some of the drugs that they say will take women and turn them into men, and give them to the Republican men. This might be an idea that works for us, and you know it, it might change things for us. Because what I see as far as the pushback from the so-called rep, uh, representatives and the elected officials is. Limp-wristed at at very best. But I love what I see from your organization at Turning Point USA and Frontlines Division. Where can the people go to support you and uh, Charlie Kirk and the mission of what you're trying to do?
7: Uh, All social medias you can find, uh, Turning Point USA. That's just Turning Point USA. If you want to look for Frontlines on Twitter, it's Frontlines. T-P-U-S-A, that's the handle, as well on Instagram, it's the same one. If you want to find me directly, you can find me at my handles. same everywhere, from Kalen, F-R-O-M-K-A-L-E-N.
3: It's been a pleasure. You you let me know if you need anything, if you ever want to come on again. I've enjoyed it. Thank you, Kalen. Thank you, Sean. We'll be back with your calls and comments.
0: This is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM 560. The answer.
3: I'm going to take a call that I got during the interview. Because as far as I'm concerned, the entire thing seems like somebody should be held responsible. Matt on the south side.
8: Hey,
9: good afternoon, Sean. My question to you is, I know a lot of times like the pharmaceutical companies, they're they're relieved of any kind of responsibility um, when things don't go wrong. I mean, do only don't with go vaccines. Right, I apologize. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So my whole thing is, why can't we hold these these doctors and surgeons accountable when these transgender surgeries go wrong? You know what Whether is it's astonishing? From the perspective or the physical?
3: Well, what's astonishing to me is the massive uptick in in, in suicides. Massive, massive upticks. You look you look at the course how it correlates. With drugs where people have been treated sometimes, in some cases, when they're grade school kids for depression and other things. And, you know, the Hippocratic Oath, when we were kids, what did they say? Do no harm. Well, is there anything more harmful than genital mutilation? And this notion that we take, you know, we take this idea, oh, the kid decides. What do you mean the kid decides? You remember when we were kids? I'd ask my grandmother why. She'd say, that's why. I didn't even know what the hell it meant. You didn't. You didn't. You, know, you didn't tell your parents what to do. They told you what to do, and now something as major as this—it's insane.
9: Well, maybe maybe I'm insensitive, but I'll tell you this: I I hear these testimonies where these people cry and say, "Now they can't have children." Maybe I'm wrong, but I think to myself, "Thank God."
3: Yeah, but I never blame you know? the kid for the sins of the father. Yeah. You learned that growing up in my neighborhood—you never blame the kids for the sins of the father. But I get it. I get it. It's it's true to a certain extent. You know, you lose your sympathy when you realize the kind of mutilation people are willing to do to themselves. And then again, you see them do it to their kids. It's crazy. Thank you very much, Matt. These are crazy times. For instance, here's another crazy time. Why are all of the communist companies owning our nation? Just a couple of hours into our drive from Seattle,
2: we start to see the markings of American pride. Stars and stripes lining the highways of rural Washington state. That sounds It This nice. is That's part nice. of the agricultural backbone that keeps us fed.
7: But as we look closer here, we find Uh-oh. what might be for America
2: is, in some cases, not American.
0: This oh,
1: is
2: something we've kind of woken up to and thought we should do something. Dan Newhouse splits his time between Sunnyside, Washington,
7: working as a hops farmer, and the other Washington, where he serves on Congress's recently created select committee on the CCP. I think a lot of folks, congressmen, would look at where we are and say, how does that relate to the committee that focuses on the Chinese Communist Party. Uh, I think there's a huge connection. We've seen a tremendous increase in the number of acres, for instance, being purchased by Chinese businesses. The increase in the investments has grown by a factor of 10 over the
3: Only in Democrat states. For instance, in Florida, they cannot buy anything. Nothing. Not only Florida, there are other states that have taken that approach. But in Illinois... Say hello to your Chinese paymasters.
4: And that's not all.
3: To support workforce development for
4: Goshen and other clean energy companies, a state-of-the-art manufacturing training academy will be built to upskill workers for the clean energy revolution.
3: Boy, at least we're finally going to get Democrats in those clean white jumpsuits. John, Piatone. Hey, you know, there's a lot of discussion
9: about the transgenders. A lot of people don't even understand, don't understand it at all uh for these guys want to be girls uh they have to get a psychologist to talk to them sometimes weekly to get the prescriptions
8: for estrogen
3: so you tell me this is not mental illness of course it is John. But, i mean look at what's happened in that arena look at what's happened well, i mean people i don't if, you, realize, have, if sure,
0: you have kids people don't
3: realize this about the transgender movement first that of all this John, is, this is This is our fault. My generation. If you have kids that are, say, 24 down, what was the biggest push by all the grade schools when all of those kids were in grade school? What was the biggest push? Your kid has ADD. Your kid has ADHD. Put them on this. Put them on that. And it happened before that. Could you imagine... Do you remember when we were kids, what happened? A kid got, he was called hyper. If he didn't pass the class, he was held back or he was put in a stupid class. Nowadays, they give him a promotion and some drugs and extra time. That's the problem. We're catering to the wrong portion of our society. We're incentivizing. Colleges, hospitals, I I mean, uh, grade schools, high schools, they all get more money if a kid has ADHD and ADD. It's an insane perspective, and it all boils down to politics. None of this could have, not, could have happened without the political collusion in the corruption. Kind of like the Chinese Communist Party and J.B. Pritzker. That's the problem.
9: And, and the, 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 some of these teachers that are just perverts. Uh, it doesn't that's, that's the shame of it.
3: That doesn't help okay, either. It's you. in a crazy world. Remember, I, uh, I don't know, I like the birdcage. It was a great movie. I don't remember anybody trying to mutilate kids there. I don't remember that at all. But then again, I'm old fashioned. I remember when the Chinese Communist Party was a bad thing instead of the paymaster to the sitting president of the United States.
1: Thank you, Karine. Uh House oversight says they've got bank records showing a Chinese energy company paying three Biden family members through a third party. What were they-
3: Now, in America, before we tried to mutilate kids, way back then, Joe Biden would be arrested. Instead, he's at the G20, where his pimp, K.G. Ping, he's not there. Craig, hey, I'm out Greenwood. You better not be training tigers or whatever the hell it is you do. Hey, John, man, thanks for
2: taking my call. Sure. I, I'm messing with the. Uh, I got. I got a couple of my grandkids here. I got one sitting right on my lap here. Oh, beautiful. There. So I got them just starting out early. They're listening to uh, Sean Thompson, and at every chance I can, have him sitting there and listening. To Wonderful. Things,
3: so. We'll teach them how to be All men right. and women. We love that. Right. Hey, um, you talk about.
2: Um, uh, how opposite things are with the way the uh, the left operates and and just goes after you know us and everything like that. That number that was they uh, indicted was about um, thirty nine. I heard it today. They originally that uh, Georgia they wanted you know, to indict thirty nine um, conservative people, even uh, Lindsey Graham and some other people. But he, it would have been good if they got him. But my point on that is, is uh, <laughs> the way these people are playing around and they don't do anything. None of these um, the people on our side do anything back. And I'll tell you what, you can see how they keep going more and more and more uh, going for bigger, like bigger game, so to speak, and bigger numbers. So as they let these uh, you know, Democrats, leftists, keep doing this and get away with
3: it. They're all going it's, to. It's, 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 well, democracy. I'm going to tell you what. What you see from the establishment, thank you for the call, and say hello to the grandkids. What you see from the establishment is the push for Nikki Haley. Why? Because Nikki Haley is going to change something? Is she going to change the, the trajectory of the culture of corruption that has destroyed the quality of life in this country? She's not going to change anything. She's going to fund it. Is there one, one Republican not running as an asset? Of lobbyists, bipartisan duopoly of corruption. Is there one? Maybe Donald Trump. He's one. I'm still, I want him to address why he surrounded himself with him in his first term, and he better promise to never do it again. Then I'm all in. I'm going to be all in if it's Joe Biden and Donald Trump anyway. But if it's any other name right now, I'm not in. Are you in? Candace in Mount Pleasant, are you in? Would you vote uh, for Nikki well, Haley? I to
10: say, oh, heck no, heck no, no. Huh. He's a goof. She's a WHO group. Anyway, I'm calling up, and I think that uh, we need to start triangulating as GOP, and we're terrible at that, and the left does it all the time. The real problem is, in this country, is American Bar Association. Allegedly, I'm going to say. Because we would not be scared. If we weren't scared of lawyers and losing all our stuff, it would be the Old West, and that's how these things would be handled, and I think that would be better than the system we currently have.
3: Well, it's funny. I, I ironically used to have that false sense of confidence in the future of my country because I believed there were so many lawyers that they ultimately believed in the rule of law as the shield of the American rather than the spear of the corrupt gangster government. I was wrong. I overestimated the character yep. of lawyers. And uh, it is clearly an organization that is very comfortable with the culture of corruption and legalizing a pathway to corruption. You know, lobbying is a, is a legal pathway for political bribery i see it no other way and i know i'm not the only american that sees it this way when you see that in an off year it's normal to spend 2.3 billion dollars on political contributions through lobbyists at k street we're going to change anything no so uh who put that together what are all the things that the 90 of congressmen and senators are lawyers all lawyers joe biden is a lawyer he w- went supposedly a, a law school graduate, yet the Chinese Communist Party, oligarchs around the world, all gave his son money, and he de- steered policy, so much so he openly bragged about it. This seems to be an issue that unless we change the the flow of money into politics, we're just going to get more and more of the same.
9: Convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over... I guess the 12th, 13th time to Kiev. And, uh, and I was going, supposed to announce that there was another billion-dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they, had, they were walking out to press conference and said, no, nah, I said, I'm not gonna, we're not going to give you the billion dollars. They said, You have no authority. You're not the president. The president said, I said, Call him.
3: Do you understand what he did there? Said, t- he admitted to a crime in front of everybody. It was an American policy. And he, as a vice president, said, I will not move forward. Me, Joe Robinette, my socks are wet, Biden. I will not move forward with a policy that the government, the Congress, has okayed unless you do what I want. That's a crime. That's a lawyer. And nobody cares? It seems normal to you? Where are all the Republican lawyers demanding this is a crime? They're the same place they are when we have the bank statements of bribery and we have to go through some sort of procedure? Why can't you just arrest them, like he was the pedophile in Nebraska? We got you. We got ya. In the meantime, he's going out tonight celebrating 312-642-5600. Marxists,
0: socialists, and communists are not welcome on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer.
3: That clip is from 2016. All of the never-Trumpers, all of the pundits who told you for years They believed in your principles. They were so-called Tea Party members, the Jonah Goldberg, the Stephen Hazes, all of the never-Trumpers. Now think of all of the never-Trumpers who were ex-politicians from Illinois. All of the never-Trumpers who made the transition into the lobbying field. All never-Trumpers. They knew about Joe Biden admitting that he manipulated public policy to benefit him privately. They knew it all. And they still said, vote for Joe Biden. And these are the guys you're supposed to rally behind today. And then you're going to expect a change tomorrow. If you want to disrupt something, you have to break it. It's time to break the culture of corruption. We've participated in by listening to saboteurs to our principals the whole time telling us they were on our team. They're worse than the opponent. At least you knew Joe Biden was a mafia member. You knew Mike Madigan was a Mafia Don. You knew Ed Burke was a Mafia Don. How did we get here? Because the people who opposed him took the good money from good people and said they were putting up a fight. And instead, when they saw them in restaurants, they sent them a bottle of wine. Hi, Speaker. It's the wrong way to solve things. Holly and displays. Yeah, I just want to say this is a
10: culture thing that we've all been brainwashed from, like, after World War II and all popularism. We've all just been melded this way. You know, anything old-fashioned, old-school, they want to diminish, they want to destroy. And I really think only revival is going to be the answer here because only God is the one that can handle all the...
3: Oh, Holly, I don't... I, I mean, I, I listen, I, I love that, and, it, and it's great, but I don't think it's the only answer. I think you're discounting people of character that may not want to be in a revival because I got news for you. I ain't hopping around and singing and jumping. I ain't doing any of that. So what about the me's out there? I'm not doing that. You can have your personal beliefs and still have the fundamentals of the enlightenment. To wrap this into some sort of a a must-do, that's the wrong answer. Just make, make corruption illegal. That's all. Let's make corruption illegal again. There you go. Come up with a new slogan. Mike and New Lennox.
9: Yeah, hey, Sean, the reason why none of the Republicans will go after Biden is because when they start digging in those indictments, do you know how many of those names are going to be Republican names, probably? Oh, brother. It's like Illinois with Mike Madigan. It's it's like Dick Durbin and all of them, man. It's it's the swamp. It all happened when Ron Emanuel went on Obama's staff. Well, it's... And they- Imported, they imported Illinois politics into D.C., and they were all apprentices, and now they're all professionals. Here's
3: here's my favorite, most obvious, how you know to fix his in, kid. You had Mike Madigan how many years ago on the comment thing? How many years ago? Three? He'll never see a day in court. Here you got Trump. What, are you going to fast-track the guy who will be in court in 60 days? It is classic. And only, only a corrupt society would even tolerate it. And the fact that we pretend there's some integrity in it, you're dead wrong. And who's cheering the railroading of this guy more than a never-Trumper? Republican money bonger. Who Who's championing this more? Not the Democrat. There are some Democrats that are going, whoa, 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 what, what the hell's going on here? But look at the, the body politic, the establishment itself, the liaisons and cohorts to corruption, whether they be ex-politicians or profiteers of it. They love it. Because they're going to use it as a money raising fund, that's why you have to be very selective who you support. Thank you very much, Mike. It's hundred percent right. Never a day. Mike Madigan'll never step his shoes in court. Mark Oaklawn.
8: Hey John, how are
3: you? Good. How are you, kid?
8: I tell you, I love listening to your show. you always you make me think. you know ah, thank you. I'm always trying to come up with uh, you know a different different uh, you know you talk about. Uh, Nikki Haley, and, and, you know, from the get-go, I looked at her, and she says all the status quo stuff, and, and, but, you know, she's in, in it for the wars, you know? they, they Oh, the oh well, first
3: of all, she's in it for the bureaucracy. You see, when I say government supremacists, that's not exclusive to, to, to Democrats. There are Republicans. This is the argument I had years and years ago. I was invited. They're Fabian's. Old-fashioned Europeans were called Fabians, who are the establishment Republicans. They believe that we, the people, are too stupid for our own freedom. We're too stupid for our own decisions. So they have to pretend to be on our side. They're against the Marxists, but only a little bit. The Marxists don't wash under their nails. The Fabians do. Hey, Sean. Go ahead.
8: Yeah. Let me make make a point. You know, it's just like, uh, you know, uh, George H. Bush made a comment, you know, if the American public knew uh, what we were doing, they chase us down with a pitchfork. But mm-hmm. my point is, what do you think of RFK? Do you think he has any legs, or do you think he's just a a typical Democrat? I'm gonna, I'm gonna well, I don't say do any... to get votes.
3: Well, first off, you know about the Kennedy philosophy. I don't know his specifically, but if we're going off JFK, that was Reaganomics, right? So I don't think he's a typical Democrat. I don't think JFK was a typical typical Democrat. I don't, I don't know enough about RFK Jr other than the fact what I really don't like is that he subscribed to eco-Nazism, as far as I'm concerned. He's all in. And that, to me, is the most obvious scandal and swindle that we have. And the fact that there are still people that can't see this sw- the, the swindle, the, this this movement to control trillions of dollars and steer it to corrupt companies for kickbacks, I mean, do you have to be... Uh, a, a, a fool to not see it. And when you look at Bill Gates and they were going to chop down thousands and hundreds of thousands of trees and bury them. And then you realize they're still selling you the idea of finite oil to control the market and you can't see it. I mean, I think there's a certain illiteracy in the, in the subject. And if you want me to subscribe to somebody who was selling that, I'm sorry, I can't do it. So for that reason alone, I can't benefit from him. He may say things I agree with, But that's a major thing that controls our our economy and our life, and that has to go. There is no global warming. It's a swindle. We'll be back after this.
0: From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now... With personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson, and this is the Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for
5: me, so everybody, just follow me, cause we need a little
2: controversy.
0: I'm
3: excited to talk to my next guest. He's been a consultant for years to many Fortune 100 companies. He's an author, an award-winning speaker. He's also the president of Phantom Plastics. He is Dr. Chris DeArmit. Hi, doctor. How are you?
11: Good, thanks. Thanks for having me on the show, Sean.
3: You know, I enjoy having you on the show because there is such misinformation over the last 25 years specifically. It is astonishing to me how willing people are to neuter true progress to harm themselves, and to turn themselves back into what we accomplished achieving the success from decades ago, as you see so many Americans, so many people willing to turn over the concept of true reusable energy and true progress to the people who have lied to us most efficiently through the course of the last hundred years, politicians. I need somebody like you to come along and speak truth to power, and that's really what you're doing, isn't it?
11: Yes, it is. I'm a scientist, so I think we should solve our problems based on things that are actually true. And uh, unfortunately, that takes that takes work, right? Pretending to be virtuous is easy. You just walk around the supermarket waving your cotton and in the air. But to actually do what's correct requires going and you know, finding the facts, and making sure that uh, you're taking the right actions based on things that are true.
3: And I think so many people accept the lies of what I call eco-Nazis, because they do not understand the blessings that we've already done for ourselves and how humanity has progressed by using the natural blessings of, of what we have in earth to create such things as plastic, something now people take for granted. But what has it done for humanity? How do you quantify the success of man's ability to conform oil into so many useful things to save the quality and expand the quality of our lives?
11: Yeah, that's an interesting question, isn't it? Because there's two sides of the coin. Everything has an impact and everything has benefits, and you have to weigh the two. What I do as a scientist, I don't want to be a proponent for plastics. That's not my goal, and I specifically avoid saying positive things about plastics. I think we all know that without them, we wouldn't have water coming through the plastic pipes. We wouldn't have electricity to our homes because every copper wire is coated in plastic. I think everyone knows those things, so I specifically avoid talking about them, but it is a real thing. And against that, you have to you know, weigh whatever the downsides are, and then also compare it to what the alternatives are.
3: Well, the other thing I think people take for granted is that that ten times the amount of people freeze to death than die of heat. But yet, it's only through man's innovation and man's accomplishment of mastering nature that we live in a climate of controlled uh, uh, atmosphere for ourselves. Why are so many? Why is there a push to change that? And as you see, the 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 detriment to society in the areas that accept the ideology of of controlling progress, and you see California have rolling blackouts and the rest of it, do you think they're willing to listen to reason?
11: In my experience, to be honest, Sean, only a minority of people are willing to listen to reason. Most people are not, and uh, and that's a problem, because today it's so easy to spread misinformation via social media, and uh, although they've done studies and... The regular person doesn't trust social media, and yet they're not going out and finding their information from somewhere else. So although they know that they don't trust it, that's still where they're getting their information from and what they're basing their opinions on. And that is a step backwards. You're right. We spent decades going forwards, and now we're going backwards, doing things that make no sense because we're too lazy to check the facts.
3: And then there was an expression when I was young. I'm in my 50s now. But when I was young, there was an expression, the cure can often be worse than the illness. When you see the cure to the modern-day problems that the government and that uh, very specific profiteers of policy keep telling us are the answer, but there's massive detriment done to the earth. When you see this move towards uh, battery cars or towards controlling some sort of energy, or when you hear the Bill Gates chopping down hundreds of thousands of acres of trees to bury it, is this, is this something we can reason our way out of by pointing out the fact that the cure is worse than the ailment?
11: Well, thanks to people like you who like to uh, you know be inquisitive and ask what the facts are and spread it with your audience, I think we have a chance to uh, start making better choices. And some of this stuff is not that hard. You would think, how would I, as a regular person, check the science? And the answer is, let's say you wanted to know whether a grocery bag should be made of plastic or paper or cotton, You know, which is the greenest, which is the least harmful solution. You can literally type LCA, which stands for Life Cycle Analysis, bag into Google. Right? And you'll get hits of peer-reviewed studies from Clemson and universities all around the world. There's 28 studies in the world, and every single study says that the paper and cotton bags are worse for the environment. And these are not funded by the plastics industry. These are independent, peer-reviewed university studies. Every single one says that replacing plastic increases harm. That means more fossil fuel, more CO2, dramatically more waste, and so forth. And yet nobody – can you imagine an elected politician is too – Too lazy to type LCA space B-A-G into Google and see what comes out? I mean, that's pathetic. Well,
3: I'm from Chicago, and uh, we learned very early on that our politicians are exactly lazy enough to avoid that, but they are definitely ambitious enough to go to the corner store and shake them down for a free meal. Um, So the, the, the other thing is, when you say that people know plastics deliver things, I think you're giving too much credit to, the, to the, the society writ large. I don't think they understand that plastic has delivered the kind of conveniences such as water and electricity. But there's something else they don't understand. Plastic is made – what is the percentage of oil that's in plastic?
11: Well, that's an interesting point. It's very important to look at percentages. So if you look at the, um, all the materials we use, plastic is 0.5%, one-half of 1% of all the materials we use. It's a half of 1% of all the waste we create, right? So you'd have to be clinically insane to think that we can keep ignoring 99.5% of materials and waste and just fetishize over and obsess over plastics and make any difference. The longer we spend all of our time and money and policymaking on plastics, as long as we keep doing that and ignoring 99% of the problem, we are doomed to failure. So that is a wonderful point. We have to look at the big picture instead of just focusing in on one tiny little sliver and ignoring the rest.
3: What is the um, the most outrageous misnomer that you hear often wielded by policymakers and government? Is there one specifically that makes your neck hairs go on, on end?
11: There are several, but basically if I were to go through in one sentence, uh, I have a webpage which uh, summarizes all of this, and just to be clear, I'm not getting paid to be here, right? I'm appearing for free, My book, my book is free, um, all the all the stuff on the website is free and all of it's backed up with peer-reviewed science. But if I were to summarize it quickly, everything you've ever heard about plastics is wrong. It's half a percent of materials, half a percent of waste. It's 0.5 percent of the CO2 that's created. It's a tiny fraction of the fossil fuel uh, that's used and so forth. So, And when it comes down to microplastics, that, that's maybe the biggest thing, which, uh, to your point, that's probably the thing that drives me nuts the most because we have a word for small particles of solid and what is that word? What's the word that you normally use for small particles of anything? It's dust right? Yes. That's yes. the word we apply to metal and leather and dead skin cells, every single thing in the world but the environmentalists have come up with this amazing word, microplastics which sounds so scary and it turns out that this plastic is just part of dust right? The same as all the other dust and mm-hmm. it's 0. 0.001% of the dust that we're ingesting is plastic, is tested and found to be safe. And do you know what the rest of it is? It's what? quartz, which is proven to cause cancer. It's wood dust, which is proven to cause cancer. It's lead, it's mercury, it's arsenic, it's things which are proven to cause cancer or to be toxic, which we're completely ignoring, and instead we're obsessing over zero point zero zero one percent of something that's proven to be safe. That's how crazy the world is today.
3: You know what else is crazy is is, is the hatred for a natural resource, truly the, the the most wonderful resource we have, and that's oil. And I came to that conclusion not because I was brainwashed or I speak a talking point. It was through studying the actual commodity itself and how it is the base ingredient, the base principle for virtually everything we see and touch that has made our life to the quality that it is it 's the principal common denominator of so many things, from cement to the to the roof to all of all of the rest of it. Why has it been right. um, disregarded by people so much and not explored as the blessing that it is and We can look into how much of it we can get without harming anything. For instance, we still don't know, and there's so much we don't know. We don't know how much oil comes naturally from the ocean seabed. We have no idea of why it's rich in one area, void in another. But we, we know it's everywhere if you go deep enough. Why are they so afraid to discuss this one thing that our ancestors were able to make our lives the quality it is today that we're willing to give away?
11: And it's strange, isn't it? I mean, this is the thing that's brought us to where we are, and suddenly we're demonizing and turning our our backs on it and forgetting exactly what it did for us. I guess it's a lack in the education system, to be honest, that children should be brought up and told, you know, how we got where we are. And it's the same. We're trying to tell these developing countries they can't use coal, they can't use oil, they can't create CO2, but that's how we got where we are today. So it's an immoral argument to expect all of these other countries to not do the exact same thing we did to get to where we are in the world.
3: There was a paper printed recently that the earth is greener than it ever has been. I was under the impression that was a good thing. I remember when the first movement was, please do not cut down the forest. Do not deforest. And then you look at some of the modern day the goals and prospects of, of, of the eco movement and they're very happy to deforest. Is this because they stopped teaching the principles of photosynthesis? What exactly, how are we possibly losing the argument when we're this
11: right? That's a good point too. So one thing is, if you look at a book by Stephen Pinker called Enlightenment now, he's a very famous scientist and a professor, and he's analyzed this, and we're better off now than we ever have been. If you look at healthcare, if you look at wars, if you look at natural disasters, if you look at almost anything you can measure, lifespan, IQ, everything is better than it ever has been. And yet somehow deep within us is the desire to come up with problems and to complain about something and to demonize things. And if you look at back on human history, because people say to me, how can we be against plastics if the evidence says otherwise? But look at the past. we demonized, we've burned witches, right? We've, we've had a lot of racism. We've had people against yeah. the Jews. There's yeah. something deeper than human nature which lets us demonize things against all facts and logic. And that's unfortunate.
3: You know, um, there is a, 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 a fact, sad fact, that not a lot of what we could do is being done when it comes to plastic specifically. As far as recycling, it's a pretty easy material to recycle. Is that right?
11: Yes, that's right. So about 90% of plastics can be mechanically recycled, which is just reprocessing it, remelting it. And that is green. So you save. So if you look at a life cycle analysis, you find out that in, in almost every case, plastic is the greenest, meaning least impactful solution, meaning less waste, less CO2, less fossil fuel used if you select plastic. And then when you recycle it, it becomes about 70% greener than that, meaning you save a further 70 um, or 80% of CO2 and energy. And that is easy to do for most plastics. So the public perception is we need plastics recycling to make them green, and that is false. The life cycle analyses show that even with low or no recycling, it is still less impactful than paper or cotton or metal or glass in every, in every case.
3: Fiberglass, however, is not very easily recycled, is it?
11: No, it wouldn't be, because... These things which take a lot of energy, um, like metal and glass, they're not green, right? Because you need so much heat to melt them and process them. And that means burning a lot of oil and coal. So those materials are not green to make and they're not green to recycle either because um, you have to melt them again and burn all of of that oil and coal again to melt them.
3: The scandal in Germany, the scandal throughout Europe, is that these massive windmills that they've created not only don't generate enough energy or are not profitable, uh more than their their life expectancy and they're a net loser but they're not recycled and they're finding deserts and 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 graveyards of this unrecycled material as it's just laying in some cases on hundreds of acres throughout europe why aren't these windmills made of plastic and why hasn't there been a push to make them of plastic in fact when you're done with it you could recycle it much easier can't you
11: right so those fiberglass that you mentioned is a reinforcement inside a type of plastic, and what they've done is engineered those materials, because that's a wind blade, right? It has to spin around. It has to be light, and it has to be energy efficient. So that has been optimized for its application, and uh, you're right, it's not recycled at the end of use, and it could be recycled, but at the moment, it just doesn't make sense, and it's a microscopic proportion. I mean, if we look at where our waste is coming from and what's actually impacting the environment, yes. 80 percent, 85 percent is concrete, right? Submitted yes. And yeah. Concrete. Ten percent is wood. Five percent is metal. And z- less than one percent by weight or volume is plastic. And that's the problem, right? These are the things which are creating CO2. These are the things that are creating waste. And this focus about plastic is just irrational. It's, um, it's really remarkable that the green – did you know the president of Greenpeace left and said that they just make up lies to get your donations? He's actually yes, written that in two, in two books. And I've, that's how bad things have got. These people are chasing the money.
3: Yeah, I actually had him on my show once. He's a, he's a fascinating guy. And this, is, this yes. is the kind of thing I think people need to be aware of. The, the, what we're embracing is the wrong solution. Not only that, there's a certain intention to, to restrict our success. This is the problem I have with a lot of government programs. When you hear of the cures in the industry of, of solving environmentalism as it sits today, I see the the energy or the the batteries of the EVs, the ridiculousness of this idea that it's the answer, when you see that already it costs more, and once there's a monopoly, it'll cost even more, as all monopolies do. Which solution stands out as the most idiotic to
11: you? (laughs) That's a great question. Um, on EVs, my understanding is that um, they do cost more to make, and there is a bigger environmental impact to make them. But after about twenty or 30,000 miles, you actually break even, and after that, they're greener than the gasoline car. That's my understanding based on life cycle analysis, although that is not the main field of my research. Yeah. I, but the biggest idi- idiocy is that people are listening to green groups, and because they call themselves environmental groups, people just take whatever they say as true. I mean, we see these images with a, a turtle with a photoshopped bag around its neck. And I called out the BBC. They had a turtle with a, a plastic bag <laughs> photoshopped around its neck. And I said, please remove this. This is misleading and wrong. And yeah. they did. They updated their article. The same thing with USA Today. They covered a thing about plastic pipes and complaining about plastic pipes without checking any of the facts. And I showed them the evidence, and they updated their, and they came up with a new article with the facts. But the trouble is that the, the Greek groups are making up stuff, making hundreds of millions, and nobody in the media is checking it. And uh, in the old days, people had to be professional and check their sources, and all of that is gone.
3: Yes. You know what's fascinating when I talk to somebody like you? I'm, I'm going to tell you what it is. I'm from Chicago, and we had the benefit of having the founder of the Weather Channel, who was a scientist and a meteorologist. And he also became a weatherman here in Chicago. His name was John Coleman. And he was a fascinating, brilliant guy. And um, he was a big pushback he died in 08 I think or maybe 2012. He was a big pushback to the agenda and he did it in such a specific way that he showed you the money bundling system of selling that answer of the of the of the agenda of the green energy movement and the amount of scientists that were contorting and creating data and getting grants and money. We have a, a story in the news of a article that was published and the guy said the way that I got it published in all of these books and made money is because I didn't print the truth. It's a recent article. You mentioned the one of the founders of Greenpeace. And then there's you. Wouldn't there be more money in it if you just bended the knee and sold the lie that they want to sell?
11: Absolutely. It's so much easier to just go with the flow and parrot all the nonsense, but that's not how I'm built. I'm a crusader for proof. I got um, money for 9,000 women who had um, uh, you, may have, you may have seen me on 60 Minutes with Scott Pelley. So yes. they implant this medical mesh in for hernias and for you know, vaginal repair for women. And uh, there was a big class action lawsuit. And in that case, the plastic was the bad guy. It never should have been used. It was completely inappropriate. And I testified to that effect. I wasn't defending the plastics, guys. I was defending troops like I always do. And what, what made me write the book? Because you have to be really angry to write a book because it takes so much time and energy to check all of the facts and all of that. What made me angry enough to do that was my own two daughters were taught lies at school. And I thought, wow, I'm paying this property tax to be in a good school district and then find out my daughters are being told lies about plastic at school. And that's what started this whole thing off.
3: I love the fact that you did it. You're a man of character. And that's what I really appreciate about you. Dr. Chris Diarmat, tell the people where they can go to get the book to support you and to follow you You in the future
11: you can go to phantomplastics.com that's p-h-a-n-t-o-m plastics.com one word and the book is for free in five languages so people are always trying to say hey you're getting paid i'm here for free the book is for free everything is for free because the other side are charging to tell you lies i'm charging nothing to tell you the truth and hopefully that means something to somebody
3: It it means something to me, and it has been a true pleasure to talk to you, to have you spend time with me. I truly do appreciate you, Dr. Chris Diarmid. Thank you so much.
11: Thank you, Sean. I really appreciate you, too.
3: We'll be back with your calls and comments.
0: He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer.
3: You know what's funny? I'm going to take Phil. Uh, but there was a book written, and it, it turns out it was by uh, Thomas Kasten, Sean Kasten's father, who was in the eco-Nazi agenda boondoggle, sold his company for a ton of money, and that's how Sean Kasten is an heiress. But it, he wrote a book, and in the book, I can't remember the name of the stupid book, but he predicted by 2012, the book was written in the 90s, we were not going to be able to go outside. We would have to wear special costumes, like the firefighters that fight forest fires, because it would be so hot, to spew this nonsense over and over and over again. And then there's my favorite, Spock. At least eight times in the past million years, it has advanced and retreated
4: with clockwork regularity. If we are unprepared for the next advance, the result could be hunger and death on a scale unprecedented in all history. Oh, my God.
9: What scientists are telling us now is that the threat of an ice age is not as remote as they
3: once thought. I mean, nowhere in life, no business, no family member, no entity on the planet could be as wrong as our government has been, as the predictions of the eco-Nazi have been, and still have one iota of credibility. And there are still morons who believe these idiots are right about anything. Phil in Downers Grove. Hi, Phil.
8: Hi, Sean. Uh, I just want to talk about the relentless droning about climate change. Every time it gets 90 degrees out, there, screaming about climate change. Just a few points I want to make. Climate change is real. Earth's climate has always been changing. Uh, I think a great example of that is the Great Lakes in North America were formed by glaciers. Like, why did they melt? Why did the planet warm up? Human beings weren't even around you know CO2 it's used in photosynthesis by plants it's necessary for plant growth well there's and, so much you know there's so I'm
3: much that we don't this. talk about the, the the earth itself is m- billions of years old millions if right. you're generous
8: it's crazy it's always changing
3: yeah of course it is
8: it's it, it's ridiculous and and you know what else is a major contributor to warming of the planet what water vapor
3: of course it is. I
8: looked it up. I, I took it's the
3: main component.
8: It's a, it's a big component. Yeah. A and, very at, big.
3: and CO2, the idea that it is a greenhouse gas, is infinitesimal. Oh, yeah,
8: it's
3: it's one-tenth of one-half of .00041%. I mean, it's insanity what's going on. It's insane. When the I, fact I, of the matter I, is they're ignoring photosynthesis itself. But moreover, they've been wrong. You've been predicting stuff for 70 years. You've been dead wrong. Dead wrong. And every time you say it's one thing, it's the other. So when they say you've got to be worried about heat, i got news for you. Start buying the down pillows and, and the moon boots, because it's going to get cold. These idiots are always wrong. Thank you, Phil. Can I
8: just say one more thing? Go ahead. I, uh, you know, there was a big eruption a couple of years ago the Tonga on the island of Tonga, and it was a gigantic volcano. And this is out on a NASA website. I mean, this is not BS that I'm making up. Yeah.
3: I understand There's
8: So much water vapor into the air that they said it's going to, you know, affect the planet for for a short time because you know water vapor is a greenhouse gas too. Of course, so, it is. I mean you know this this whole thing is crazy. That's all. Dr. I mean. Dr.
3: Jerome Corsi, numerous doctors. You can look at books and scientists who've been arguing the counterpoint to this fear mongering, Chicken Little, the sky is falling, and they're right. The predictions by government, embraced by government, trillions of dollars of policy are wrong. But why, why would they continue to do it? And it's really quite simple.
1: Thank you, Corrine. Uh, House Oversight says they've got bank records showing a Chinese energy company paying three Biden family members through a third party. What were they paid for?
5: Look, I'm just not going to respond to that from here. Look, it, we have heard... Bribery.
3: The bribe to steer policy, the truth about energy, global warming, and climate change by Dr. Jerome Corsi is a must-read if you care about this stuff. Now, in the meantime, let's go to the cream puff man after yesterday. I feel he needs a little loving. And when I saw the story of this, I, I actually thought about him. I don't know. Did you see this uh, squirrel on the news? Did you see these, 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 I guess they're women? beat the hell out of this poor Chinese fella.
7: The 61-year-old man tells us all of this happened so quickly here in Chinatown, where he's lived for about 10 years now. The attack hurts even more, though, because he's a rideshare driver. And Now he can't work because his car is gone. Surveillance video captures the beating and carjacking of Dongsun Shi, a longtime Chinatown resident. He had just parked his car in front of his apartment on West 22nd place on Tuesday evening around 530 when he was suddenly attacked by three women.
3: One of Three women watched the video, Squirrel, because these pipe-hitting son-of-a-dogs, they can't fit in a size 42 pant. Each one of them had a yardstick of plumber's crack hanging out of the back of their pants. And something tells me, Cream Puff Jim can, can identify them as the donut snatchers at Lou Mitchell's. Isn't that right, Cream Puff Jim?
8: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh did goodness. you run a car?
3: Yeah. Did you run across these three pipe faders? Did you see these girls? Listen to this. Listen. I'm hitting him with what appears to be a pipe. They are holding me, you know, and three people, you know, three girls. And three he- girls. Those aren't girls. That poor Chinaman never saw a girl like that in his were,
8: life. Were they? Were they? Were they robbing him Or was he? Because he was Chinese. So Where were they They him beat up him
3: with a pipe? pipe. They took his keys and stole his car in broad daylight. Broad daylight. And I know you could identify them, because those are Lou Mitchell, donut-eating son of a dogs what, if I've what, ever seen them. What city were you in? What city were they in? They're in your city. They're in Chinatown. Your old neighbor would <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we used to love Chinatown.
8: Yeah. Anyway,
0: uh, Nancy threw had hat back in the ring, so I thought that was a, uh, uh, a harbinger of things to come. She must think that the are going were all over the Republicans
8: in that house race. In Listen, the uh, brother.
3: Her soft estimate of her wealth, if you listen to her spin, is $195 million. If you add it up and you add up the price of the vineyards, you're at about $400 million. Her husband's yeah, yeah, getting in she, DUI she, accidents with guys without pants on. Yeah, she needs yeah, to have yeah. the clout to steer yeah, the money they, and get her husband out of trouble.
8: But
11: Sean, I'll say this for you. she did say, they asked her a couple months ago, what is your legacy? Which is a silly question. Yeah. She says, I want to be known as holy and thought, well, there's a good response. Oh,
8: yeah, I, yeah. How many people say, how many, how many people you hear say that? You know, well,
3: the
2: pro-abortion like
8: abortion ones are
3: my favorite. She's very holy. Let's kill the kids. Thank you very much, Crane Puff Jim. And you know why she's able to stay in politics? What's the standard for politics?
8: Hi. Good night, everybody. And this campaign is all about, to me, is about they didn't pay the bills and huh? they got her paid. Here's what I think we have to fight.
3: She should stay in Washington, D.C. She's like Socrates compared to these idiots. Kevin, Las Vegas.
7: Uh,
3: the Fetterman Clips. Fantastic. The Fetterman. Do you see the uh, new outfit? He's got the porn mustache, and he's dressed like West Coast, I, I, Coast yeah, Choppers. You mentioned it earlier, I've got to look it up. That's oh, you got to check hey, it thanks out. It's for, phenomenal.
7: Think, thanks, for, uh, thanks for taking it easy on Jim today. I mean, you body bagged him yesterday. You, you, didn't, you didn't zip him up today, so that's pretty nice of you. Yeah, you. Well, you know, he, um,
3: Chinatown took a beating. I didn't want to be too hard on him. Go ahead.
7: <laughs> um, okay, so... The whole RFK deal, I know um, you mentioned him earlier. Uh, I'm, You know, the, the eco-Nazi stuff, you know, I'm not in on any of that. I think all their predictions are hysterical because nothing has ever happened. But I know RFK, I'm pretty sure he's for, you know, the student loan repayment stuff, which I don't like. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's behind Nazis, or behind Nazi, pretty much, <laughs> uh, behind Ukraine, um, just yeah. like everybody else is, give him more money. But have you actually ever really heard him talk about the eco-Nazi stuff. I mean, I know he was a big environmentalist, but...
3: He was a lawyer for it, and he he, he made a lot right, of money right. on the industry of it. Uh, the clips right. that I've heard are a long, long time ago when he was actively practicing. What I like about what him is that he identified exactly the problem and who killed his uncle and his and his, uh, his, oh, yeah. his father. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, that is some interesting... He's a very interesting guy. But here's what we have a problem of doing. This is the flaw of humanity in general, we have a way of adapting down our standards. We can pretty much yeah. adapt to anything. And that's kind of the trick of the of the puppeteer as they put these these goofs in front of us. And we adapt down. In the meantime, I have to tell you, I, I'm not riveted by anybody running. The right. person who I will definitely support, and not because I loved his last year, but what is happening to Donald I get Trump it. I get it. is outrageous. I get it. And I'm going to tell you what. It'll be interesting to see the support he gets. Now, do I think he'll win the election? He won the last one. He's not president. Am I going to get excited about this one? Not unless we can have the answers, like the guest we talked to yesterday, one of the principals of PayPal, and we have an audible system that I can audit in real time without relying on the most pathological people in our society to tell me the outcome. That's a problem I have. Thank you very much, brother.
11: Thank you, Sean. Stay angry, bud.
3: You too. we got to go to break. Robert and Bloomingdale will be next. Phyllis, you'll be after that. 312-642-5600 if you care to participate.
0: He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The Answer. AM 560.
3: The answer. Oh. did you see that? Other guys under investigation? Why not? You know, Squirrel, I'm curious to know if the upper echelon of the Ukrainian military and government stole more money than the Cook County employees from the PPP. This is going to be very interesting.
8: My name is John Federwoman.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't get enough of it. Keep going. Robert and Bloomingdale.
9: Hey Sean, hey what do you that that's really funny. What do you think yeah. about the uh, mayor Brandon's going to put up giant army tents for the illegal immigrants and uh, I'm going to start calling them uh Bidenville's like old Herbert Hooverville well, I,
3: I like it. I just just do me a favor. Get out of O'Hare Airport. What the hell is going? On? It's it, it, I mean, it's a terrible place as it exists. We got $8 billion. Nobody can figure out where it is. But the whole thing that's going on with O'Hare Airport.
5: Hundreds of migrants are now living at O'Hare Airport.
3: The general public won't see them as they're being kept behind a... You won't see them.
5: And the other thing, I, what do you do? You
3: show up and you say, hey, what's in it for me? What the hell is that? My word. Tony in Riverside. Hey, Sean. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. So
10: I, I, I'm almost to the point where... I mean, besides everything that you uncover and discuss, i am almost gotten to the point that I cannot absorb anymore. I'm just... And then you put on Cream Puff gym yesterday. Yeah. I almost lost my mind. This is the kind of person these people are just intolerable. They are so ignorant. Cultists. It, 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 it's beyond comprehension. It's frustrating. It angers me. I mean... Don't even entertain his conversations anymore because it's good. it's turning a lot of people off. Let me oh, just. Oh, right but now. I
3: know. But th- th- come on, I feel kind of bad for him. You know, after all, I think he lives in Chinatown. And did you see the beating? I don't feel bad Chinese for him. The other yeah. thing
10: I want to tell you is, over the weekend, take a look at Laura Logan's new video that she just yeah. released. About you know, she's
3: recently. the nicest girl. I had such a wonderful conversation. I really like her. She's a wonderful person.
10: Oh, she's and, yeah. and what she had to go through and what oh. she's endured in her life.
3: Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. She turned out wonderful, and she she keeps the fight going, and I appreciate it. Thank you very much, Tony. I appreciate it. But, you know, think about what's going on. Uh, Glenn and Oakbrook. we got about 45 seconds, kid.
6: I'm uh, starting a movement, Sean. The movement is going to be for a group of us to go to the DNC next year. We're going to have a bunch of cabbage the night before, and we're going to unleash explosive diarrhea.
3: Ah, that'll just make them feel at home. Thank you very much. In the meantime, I don't know if you saw the video, but you have to see it. And uh, then... They, I have a key in pocket, and they took my key. The video shows. I mean, he's an amazingly upbeat guy. I'll tell you what, he's a, a driver for Uber and Lyft. Otherwise, I would have, i give him my my old car in Illinois. But it smells like an ashtray. I don't think he's going to get a lot of tips in that. He doing all he can to try to stop them from stealing his car, even putting himself right in front of it. At he one- didn't stand a chance. It was 650 pounds. A CPS honor roll student with pipes in their hands. And I, I still think they took the card to Lou Mitchells. You know, they got the free donut hole, Squirrel. Everybody have a good weekend. Stay out of the way, of those, those CPS students with the pipes in their hands. They're, they're dangerous. Uh, in the meantime, have a good weekend. We'll be back on Monday to expose this mafia, both Republican and Democrat, for exactly what it is. We're going to win in the end. It's America. Go ahead, Squirrel.
8: Oh, say can you see by the dawn.
3: Jimmy Buffett, a man that brought so much pleasure to so many people. I thought he needed to be honored. May God rest his soul, and may God protect you this weekend. We'll talk to you on Monday.